0: Here's the beauty of the way I like to do business.
1: So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry we then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed my name is andrew dunn and my name is peter michael welcome to elite agent secrets now you touched on fizzbos and i know this is your second topic so i wanted to dive into fizzbos and landlords and um, so Let's dive into that and what you mean by that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So again, those are just parts of the conversations that I that I like to have. Here's my personal opinion on FISBOS. Most agents are schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that is most agents will try if they're trying to call a FISBO, will try to call with the intention of getting the listing. Right. My, my whole focus is I'm going to close this deal. I am going to convert. Right. We use this term convert this FISBO. That's not why I'm calling a FISBO. Every call I have is simply to build a relationship. I'm not trying to close you. I'm not a salesman. I'm a relationship guy. So when everyone else calls a FISBO, it sounds a little something like, well, you know, statistically speaking, FISBOs are going to list with an agent anyway. And I sell a whole lot of real estate, so you should probably list it with me. I'd love to come preview the house to see if it's right for my buyers. Would two, two o'clock or four o'clock be better for you? Wah, 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 wah. wah and they go, <laughs> <laughs> and then they, and then they, you know, agents wake up one day and say, Oh, don't bother trying to call FISBOs. They never want to work with agents. I wouldn't want to work with you either if that's how you approach me, right? So you have to change the mindset on why you're calling people. And so it sounds so silly. And this is, I will i will be 100%. This is straight up Ricky Carew style. It's all about relationships. It works. And that's why I use it. I love it. I've done a lot of great FISBO business, either for my buyers and I took them to a FISBO, or we, we just did a deal with the FISBO. When I call a FISBO, right, I, I just gave you the intro, right? I, I say, are you the owner? You're selling it on your own. Would you work with a buyer's agent? Okay, cool. At that point, my script goes off the rails. It is nothing like anybody else's other than Ricky Carruth, because he does it the same way I do it, or I do it the same way he does. He's been in business longer, so technically it's his, I guess. It, it, but it's good stuff. I will literally just try to help this FISBO sell their house on their own for free i just let me help you right now and so i will say something like hey listen I, I appreciate that if i have a buyer that this feels right for i'll absolutely call you back if you've got 15 minutes i'd love to just see if i can help you sell this on your own for free would that be okay and i can visualize their head kind of what the hell did you just say to me <laughs> and so sometimes they'll ask like what did you say and I'll say, yeah, if you got 10 or 15 minutes, I'd love to just see if I could help you sell it on your own for free. If that's OK with you. Sometimes they say yes. And sometimes they say, what's in it for you?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Everybody wants the angle. And, and it it's a it's a valid. Right. It's a valid question. What's in it for you if you're going to do it for free? And so this is true for me. So I will tell them this. If it's not true for you, then either make it true or or change how you say it. But I call Fisbos every morning, or every Wednesday morning. I'm sorry. I call FSBOs, it's on every Wednesday morning. I call Fisbos, so I will tell them, "Hey, listen, I love adding value to people's lives. That's just how I do things." And every week, I call Fisbos to see if I can help them. You're just the next Fisbo that I got to. If you've got 15 minutes and you're open to it, I would love to have a conversation with you that might help you. Does that sound okay? At that point, they're usually like. Okay, what do I got to lose? Right, the guy just wants to help me. We'll see. Right, we'll see if there's a pitch coming. Right, we'll see if there's an angle. But a lot of times they'll say, "Okay, yeah, I, I got ten minutes. What do you got?" And I'll have their listing already up in front of me when I call them, and I will literally just walk them through their listing as if it was my listing. I'll never once ask them to list. I, I, I'm not asking to sell your house, but what I'll say is, "Well, listen, let's talk about the photos for a minute. If this was my listing." I would probably do this a little bit differently, and let's talk about why. You have seven photos, and the lighting is really rough. It makes it hard to get a feel for the size of mm-hmm. these rooms. I can tell that you shot these photos in the afternoon because the sun glare coming through the windows is really distracting from the rooms. You really want to take your photos between 9 and noon because you're going to maximize the natural daylight without getting those nasty sun glares that distract from the kitchen counters. As a matter of fact, photos are so important, I don't even take my own. I hire that out to a professional photographer. If you like, I will text you her info when we hang up. No obligation at all to work with me, but she's a rock star, and she can really help you with those photos if you want it. Otherwise, just really think about decluttering, depersonalizing. Here's some basic staging tips. You really want to get those photos dialed in because that's what's going to draw people's attention to your listing, right? when we're done with photos. Okay, listen, let's talk a little bit about your listing description. It says four bedrooms, three baths, big backyard. And I don't feel any connection to your house at all. And that's the purpose of the listing description is to draw the buyers in and make them feel like they're walking through your house, making it their own. So let's talk about how we do this better. Right. Let's get some adjectives in here. Let's really highlight the benefits of your house. Do you have an open floor plan? Do you have an amazing patio set? Um, Walk me through from the front door in a logical motion. Through your house and tell me all the wonderful things I'm going to see, right? That's how, if this was my listing, that's how I'd write the listing description. Does that make sense to you? Do you have any questions <clears throat> about that? Right, we'll go through that. I'll talk a little bit about marketing. Hey, I see that you're on fsbo.com. Where else is your house listed? Well, nowhere. It's on, okay, listen, you could get this on Facebook Marketplace. It won't cost you a dime. Uh, did you know that as the owner of your home, even though I hate Zillow because they suck at what they do. Did you know that you can claim your home on Zillow and list it for sale by owner for free? It won't cost you anything. That's really important because that's where buyers start their shopping process. So if you want to get a chance at selling this thing, you got to get it marketed in more places they're shopping. Would you like me to walk you through how to do that? Right? That'll blow their mind when you tell them, you can list your house with my biggest competitor. And even though they suck, you need to be on there. I'll help you do it. That's different. Nobody does that. So I roll through this stuff, right? Again, I've had ten minute conversations. I've had forty five minute conversations. I, I was on a phone call for forty five minutes with a nine and a half million dollar vineyard owner, who I then later took an investor to that vineyard, and we had, you know, they have amazing brick oven pizza. Super great guys, Central Virginia. Um, these relationships that you build are just phenomenal. So, long story short. I will walk them through all of the aspects of their listing as if it was my listing. This is what I would do to sell your house. Now, I hope this was valuable to you. I'm sorry. It's 25 minutes. I told you 15. I'm sorry for taking up so much of your time. I hope this was valuable to you, though. Would it be okay if we stayed in touch so I could see how this goes for you? Why the hell would they say no at this point? I just gave Mm -hmm. them all my professional knowledge, all my helpful, everything. I didn't ask them for anything. And now I'm saying, I I wish you the best, man. Would it be okay if we stayed in touch just so I can kind of see how this goes for you? And that way, if I have a buyer, I I can reach back out to you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, stay in touch with me. Cool. Well, listen, I got your cell phone because I called you on it. What's the best email address for you? Because listen, after you get a minute to digest everything I just threw at you, you're probably going to have some questions. I'd like you to have my contact information so you can reach back out. to me. Right. Hey, appreciate your time today. Have a wonderful day. Good luck with the house. Two things immediately happen as soon as I hang up the phone. They go in my database. And I set a one week calendar reminder to call them back. They're going to get my weekly newsletter every Wednesday morning before I start calling VisBos, and I'm going to call them back once a week to see how it's going. Now, those callbacks are five minutes, right? Because you've already dove into them. You've already given so much context. It's things like, hey, this is Walt. We talked last week. I'm looking at your listing. I see you got some updated photos. The lighting is much better. Did you want my photographer's info? I'll still send you that. Your listing description definitely looks better now, too. I really start to feel I, like I understand your layout. Do you feel like you've got more traction now that we've got this working? Are there any questions that you have, anything I can do for you today? No? All right, listen, wonderful. Best of luck to you. I'll be in touch. Boom, five minutes. One of three things will happen if you use this approach with a FISBO. One, they will get tired of trying to sell it on their own eventually. The statistically speaking, almost all of them list it with an agent. We all know this. If they get tired of trying it on their own and they're like, you know what? It's worth the extra two and a half, three 3%. Let's just sell this thing with an agent. Are they going to call one of the dozen and a half schmucks who tried to get their listing and never called them back? Or are they going to reach out to the one agent who's been incredibly helpful, has followed up with me every week and has given me valuable market content through my newsletter to help me try to sell my house? Who are they calling? I don't have to close that deal. They're going to call me when they're ready. Now that's one thing that can happen. The other thing that can happen is in the process of you communicating with them and learning about their house and and helping them out, you realize, Oh man, this house is perfect for Jane and John. Let me call Jane and John and tell them about this house and see if it's the right fit. If you take a buyer to a FISBO, there is zero competition they will not pay a dime over list price in most cases they'll still get a home inspection if they want to i know this because i do this it's great for your buyers you are a rock star in your buyers eyes when you find them a home in this market with no competition that they don't have to overpay for that's a great deal and you've already built a relationship with the fisbo through just trying to help them so it becomes a very easy conversation to say hey listen I know it's not Wednesday when I usually call you back, but I just got these new buyers and your house sounds about right for them. I'd love to show them your property. Would that be OK? Yeah, that'd be great. OK, listen, I can't take a random stranger into your house just willy nilly. So I'm going to need to get some paperwork put on file first. Are you OK with me sending you an agreement to show this property? And with that, you're agreeing to work with me and pay my commission if we close the deal. Are You OK with that? That's a whole lot easier conversation after you've already built a relationship than to trying to do that on the very first call, right? And so I've closed a lot of great business for my buyers using that approach with Kisbe. Now, the third thing that can happen is your professional knowledge actually helps them sell their house and they don't, you don't get anything other than knowing you did the right thing. And they actually sell it on their own because of your help. But here's the beauty of this. They're already on my weekly newsletter at this point. They're already in my follow-up system. I've already built a relationship with them. So even if I don't sell their house, I helped them sell their house. And when Aunt Sally wants a real estate agent, when their brother-in-law up the road needs a real estate agent, when anyone in this market says real estate... Walt Key is still the name coming to their mind. I'm still doing referral business off of FISBO I didn't even close because I built the relationship and I followed up properly with it regardless of the outcome. That is how you do some great FISBO business. No downside at all. To make is like, yeah, well, I, I think know. this is
1: the moment. I've seen this in the movies where like, explosions happen and you're walking, you don't look back and it's like you drop a mic and it's all this shit. All holy fuck. Right. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you've well, literally just totally, gone, right?
1: Right? How to win every FISBO in that, your market. Is that how other agents call FISBOS? No, I've never no. won. You've done the most granular breakdown ever on how any agent in their market can win every Fizbo and just fucking dominate step by step in the last 15 minutes so that anyone listening you don't have any fucking excuse if you're Colin Fizzbows now to not win every single one and I even loved by the way the third point because the first one, I was like well the third one is for me is the obvious one it's like even if they sell it all of a sudden you are the most valuable person to them now because <laughs> they've got full pay so like oh my sister yeah Aunt Sally wants to sell her home it's like well, this awesome agent called me, help me sell my fucking homes if you don't want to do Fisbo. <laughs> like who provided oh, value to yeah. me? The guy that helped me sell my home and didn't take a commission. For... <laughs> <How>
0: <laughs> you, well, it it how amazing how people
1: too. Do you have
0: them on like a separate drip, separate follow-up type of sequence? No. Like after no. you, they closed the... house. Here's don't- the beauty of the way I like to do business. I don't care who you are, why I called you, what the approach was, I'm going to ask you if it's okay if I stay in touch. I'm going to collect your data and I'm going to put you on my weekly newsletter. So you're going to get 52 touch points a year just from my weekly newsletter. Whether I ever remember to text you, hey, happy new year. hope you're doing well. Whether I send you a Christmas card. If I do nothing else, you're going to get 52 touch points a year from me. After the deal closes, they're still getting my weekly newsletter. All right. I got, I got to ask, what are you
1: putting in your newsletter? Do you automate it? Do you have a service? What does that look like? Is it a marketing? A so,
0: I do not like automating the newsletter. I'm all about technology, automating your processes. Your weekly newsletter needs to be you. But right? it needs to be you because the weekly newsletter is not about closing deals either. It's about you building that mental brand in all of your database's eyes of the consistent, reliable, go-to market expert, right? So if, if I send a newsletter every single day, one day, pick a day of the week, I like Wednesday, pick a time of the day, I like 9 a.m., whatever works for you, but always the same time on the same day without fail, like clockwork, my newsletter is hitting your inbox. Even if they don't read the newsletter, that's going to build this subconscious brand in them is this dude is reliable. He's consistent. I see it every single Wednesday at 9 a.m. He's a market expert because he sends me a market update every Wednesday. Now, here's the thing about the, the content. And a lot of agents get this wrong, too. They're like, you know, all this market, real estate, this real estate, that market stats, this market stats, that well, here's the reality. Most of your database doesn't need that crap. They're not in the middle of buying or selling. They don't care. So the newsletter needs to be something that they, everyone can care about. And the ones that want some real estate data, well, they can grab some snippets or they can reach out to you for the data. So for me personally, my newsletter is a hyperlink of a monthly market report. I don't put that together myself. The, my local MLS association collects the data. So it's a monthly market report. I update it once a month, hyperlink. That's a monthly update. Hyperlink. That's it. If you want it, click on the link. Weekly new listings under contracts folds in our market. If you want that, click on the hyperlink. And then the last thing that's real estate related is I put in the 30-year fixed rate mortgage rate, what it did year week over week. So hey, you know, it's at 3.125. It ticked up two-tenths of a percent. The lowest it's ever been was 2.65 in January 2021. And then I'll do a one-year chart of the 30 year fixed rate mortgage. You can get that right from Fed St. Louis. You can download it as an image, upload it to your newsletter template. It takes 15 seconds. Those three points, monthly market update, weekly snapshot of new and sold, and the 30 year fixed rate interest is the entirety of the real estate related data in my newsletter. The bulk of my newsletter is local friendly neighborhood market stuff, right? If I'm sitting around the campfire with 15 other neighbors, what might we find interesting? So it's a local news article about this thing that the school did for the kiddos. It's a business that I highlighted because they have the most amazing brick oven pizza you've ever tried. You should go. It's this new business just opened. If anyone wants to check it out, I'm going to do a raffle next week for a $50 gift card to this place so you can go check out the new spot. Um, this is some fun family stuff that's coming up next weekend. It's going to be completely free. Get the kids out of the house. Let them go burn some energy. Here's the link to the event website. Right? That's the content. Because whether, I, whether you're buying right now or not, whether you're about to start listing or not, maybe you closed a deal with me three months ago you're probably not going to really need my services for years. But that friendly neighborhood content is still interesting to you, whether you're buying and selling right now or not. That's the value that you're providing whoever is getting your newsletter. And obviously your contact info is in it. They know you're in real estate because every single week it's, it's called the market report, but they're seeing the fun stuff. When they're ready, they can reach out to you to say, Hey, Walt, we're thinking about selling again. You know, Sally is about to graduate from high school. What's what do you think our house is worth? They can reach out to you when they're ready for that stuff. But you want that newsletter to be engaging and friendly enough for the broad audience that it doesn't become useless to everyone who's already closed a deal with you recently. That makes sense. Yeah. do you, Do you have like a system or a process of put of finding events in your in your neighborhood or in your area? Do you have somebody Honestly, helping man, with that? I just, just googling, you Yeah, it's on me. I do it myself. I just go to the Google machine and I'll put in like, you know, like in, in Virginia where I came from, I'd put in like Charlottesville News, Stanardsville News, Orange County News, and I'll just look for news articles and grab something that I find interesting. Um, the, you know, most communities have a local news source already. And so that a lot of that will come from the local news sources. They, hey, this is what the events are coming up. or This is the news that broke. This is a new business that's about to come into town. You can find that going to your local news sources ninety percent of the time. And you do it on and a just Wednesday. Try to find something that's relatively recent, right? Like yeah. well, ideally within yeah. a week. And and there's no way where you can kind of stack content. You just basically every
1: Wednesday morning you show up, you pull it. You have your system of how you execute on it and
0: you send it out as soon as you're done with it. Yeah, because here's the thing. It it really, once you've built the template, everything that I just talked about takes about 15 or 20 minutes to put together. So I time block 30 minutes Wednesday morning for my newsletter. And within about 15 or 20 minutes, I'm done with it. And I set it to automatically send at the exact time every day or every Wednesday in this case. Um, I'll build it earlier, and I'll just set it on autopilot. And I know that whatever I get going to do, it's going out at 9am. And it it takes no time to build. It's 15 minutes a week. That's an amazing ROI on your time for the future business you'll do.
1: One One of the things just listening to you speak, it just reminded me of someone me and Peter were listening to yesterday. And he was a top producer in his market as well. And he was a brand new agent. He told this story. And I just, oh, it was to do with how you're saying, like you're putting yourself out there and, you know, showing up and people seeing that and they kind of relate to you and they want to do business with you. And he was a brand new agent and he got his third listing he ever got was from like an Instagram post because he, he always used to basically show that he would get up every day at 4am to start work and like start the grind at 4am. And these people who wanted to sell their $15 million home, just happened to come across him through Instagram, through hashtags or whatever and all that stuff. Saw that this kid was always getting up at four and five in the morning to do work. And they were like, if he's willing to work that hard on his business, when he's got nothing, we want that mentality, that person to sell our home. And his third yeah. ever listing in his whole career was $15 million. Right? Love it. And it's like, Love just it. put yourself out there And people will see and if they resonate with kind of your mentality, they come towards you. Oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you aren't making at least $100,000 per year in GCI and you're looking for a predictable system to get you there, then head over to go.eliteagentsecrets.com.